Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Green Park Podcast. I'm Dan Crawford, the editor of Hamian. And tonight we're joined by two of our contributors from the website and podcast regulars, Thibaut and Thomas. Thibaut, how are you doing, my friend? Very well, thank you. Uh, delighted by the um, victory for England this evening. So you preempted my next line, which was we're uh, we're doing this straight after England have beaten Senegal to get in the uh, getting the last day of the World Cup. Thomas, I'm assuming you're pleased with that as well. Yeah, buzzing, mate. Yeah, um, first half hour was a bit sketchy, but yeah, definitely turned it round after that. Uh, it wouldn't be England without a sticky first twenty minutes <laughs> in, a, in a make or break game, would it? Yeah, I agree. Um, absolutely. So as you might have gathered. Uh, we're going to cover a few topics uh, in our first podcast for a little while, uh, looking back at the group stages and the early knockout games of the Men's World Cup in Qatar. Um, but I'm going to start with a little Fulham angle, very specifically based around uh, Marco Silva taking the first team and plenty of youngsters to the Algarve for a uh, warm weather training camp, I guess you'd call it, ahead of the resumption of the Premier League campaign. And a very youthful uh, Fulham side beat Portimense uh, 3-2 this afternoon in Portimao. Uh, goals, two goals from teenage forward Callum McFarland and one from Lavin Kazama, a header uh, from a lovely short corner. Saw Fulham win 3-2 against the team that currently sits seventh in the Premier League um, and played most of their first team for the first half, which was goalless. Uh, all the goals in the second 45 minutes. Um, so, lads, I'm aware that it was a behind-closed-doors friendly and um, unless you're, you've not told me something, uh, none of us have, have seen the, uh, the action so far. Um, but why don't we start, Thibaut, with uh, how you're feeling about um, Fulham's start to the campaign and good run-outs for, for some of the young boys and how we're looking forward to getting back to, to it all with a friendly against West Ham uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah looking forward to that. Um, obviously, it'd be good to get um, back on the pitch with the um, friendly and, of course, back into the Premier League on Boxing Day. Um, of course, it's been great for the for the youngsters and the, for the first for the first team players to um, be doing some training up in the in Portugal, not up and down in Portugal. Um, so hopefully, that will that will help keep the um, keep the stamina high. Of course, people coming back from the World Cup as well. I'm sure they'll have a few days off and then straight back into the thick of it. Really, um, of course, need to keep keep the positive start going. Um, we've we've covered it plenty of times on previous podcasts um very very happy with the start we've had so far um plenty plenty of goals plenty of, of positive results and hopefully uh, we can keep continue the momentum going forward with um crystal palace which will be a bit tough game but um hopefully hopefully we can pull through three points of course they've had less players um than many many um uh, premier league clubs going to the world cup so they have got a benefit in terms of um of that, but I think it'll be it'll be a good game, and it'll be great to see um, Premier League football return. Hopefully, after England have brought home the World Cup trophy. Oh blimey, he's really gone for it, um, <laughs> t- Tom. Uh, 
quite a quite youthful selection of young players uh, added to that sort of the the non World Cup participants um, this week. That rather speaks to what Marco Silva's done since he's come in, which is try and get some of this young talent from Motspur Park right through to a taste of senior football, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's good to see the kids out there because we know we've got a, a brilliant academy and uh, Marco does like the kids, definitely. Um, we've seen Luke Harris have, have his first minutes in the Premier League. He's definitely going to play a part, I think, towards the end of the season. Um, I think... You know, there are other players coming through. We've seen from like uh, the Motspur Park live videos, you've seen um, the the older players like Tete mentoring the likes of Stefan Parks, who's a very talented young left back. Um, I, I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited by the by the future under Marco Silva. Really happy with the start to the season. Thibaut's covered everything spot on. And uh, yeah, just can't wait to get back to it and, you know, just carry on from where we left off, really. Absolutely. It's lovely to see a Fulham team really attacking the, the top flight and, and looking at home. Uh, I think we're all still really buzzing from the from the start we've made, despite the uh, disappointing end uh, in those two games against the Manchester sides. But we won't revisit uh, that particular trauma. It's still raw for me. I don't know about the two of you. Um, <laughs> Callum McFarlane uh, is a name that some Fulham fans may not know. He, came in from uh, Bradfield College this summer, uh, having previously been at another team in Fulham, uh, briefly. Uh, scored two goals this afternoon against a very good side and may just be the next cab off the rank, potentially, um, given that we're all looking at uh, centre-forward options uh, for January. Uh, before I move it on, just a quick mention for Fulham's women, who obviously played in front of 3,000 and more fans at Craven Cottage uh, earlier this month. They've won two big league matches since then. Uh, A week ago at top of the table, Millwall 3-1. And this afternoon, 3-0 against Dulwich Hamlet, which leaves them third, a point behind second place, uh, Worthing. A really good performance uh, this afternoon against Dulwich, who who, who beat them in in the reverse fixture. So hoping for a really strong run uh, through to the end of the season for Steve Jay's team. Promotion is not uh, out of the question for the Whites and do see if you can get along to support them at Motspur Park starting uh, next Sunday against Enfield Town at 2.30pm. Right, um, we said we'd talk World Cup uh, lads and I don't know if you'd agree with me that the group stages of this tournament have been exceptional. Uh, Tom, take me through your highlights of um, of some absolutely astonishing games of football that we've uh, we've been treated to so far. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's been brilliant. Obviously, putting aside all the the talk going into the competition about Qatar, um, I think it's been fantastic. I think, I think the whole, the whole thing's been done brilliantly. I think some of the games have been brilliant like it seems that maybe because teams have come into it halfway through a season they're all there's a bit more pace in the games and it's high press it's high intensity teams don't look tired um you're seeing the teams like Saudi Arabia going after teams like Argentina and yeah they're they're not expecting it Japan winning a group with Spain and Germany and 
there's been so many upsets, so many things you can talk about. And yeah, it's just it's just been brilliant. It's been a really good World Cup so far. And obviously England uh, are still there, which is fantastic. Picked up another another win today and, and vitally another clean sheet. Um Saturday next week, uh, coming up against Mbappe, who for me you know, he's probably the best player on the planet at the moment. Um, although Messi last night stepped it up, I, I was really impressed with his performance last night. He was everywhere and the ball sticks to him like glue. I love watching Messi. So the longer they go in the competition, you know, the better for me. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just been amazing from, from, from the word go, really, from the opening game. VAR, controversy, every, it's had everything so far. Don't get me started on VAR, mate. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I think we, I think we do need to um, to preface the fact that you know I'm very reluctant to uh, to fully embrace this this World Cup for the reasons that Tom uh, mentioned. Abdesawadu, uh, a former Fulham player, has spoken very powerfully about what it means to uh, be a foreigner in Qatar um, and the sports going on at the moment. Um, is is shameful, and, and I just wanted to give voice to that. And nothing should distract from the treatment of migrant labourers, the construction of the stadiums, and the human rights abuses of the Qatari regime. But I've said it, so you don't have to. Uh, Thibaut, what about yourself? You enjoyed the. Oh, I imagine you've enjoyed the first two weeks. Oh, absolutely, of this yeah. The, the football's yeah. really been played, and the focus is is very much been on how how like exciting it's all been really i mean obviously it's in a different it's in a different season to different time of year to when it usually is it's in the winter obviously um some people agree some people disagree with that but that's another story um but it's it's had everything as thomas said it's had upsets it's had yeah controversy it's had brilliant goals it's had um plenty of plenty of surprises and players really proving 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 themselves um, obviously, it's, it's been brilliant to see. Um, really, really kept people on their toes with with football. It's, it's brought like, it's brought a sense of um, a sense of joy to to this like more more dull and mundane time of year. Obviously, Christmas approaching as well, so that's obviously lifted the spirits as well. So, um, yeah, but overall, it's been um, it's been brilliant to watch so far. Um, it, it's certainly not going to be one that it goes under the radar, and it's certainly one that is a World Cup that is going to be. Um, historic. Obviously, players coming to the end of coming near, near the end of their careers, and players only just getting started. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been brilliant to see. Obviously, plenty of upsets and plenty of shock um, group stage um, finishes as well. Um, into, for example, I mean, we'll touch on this in a bit, but probably the most notable ones for me, obviously, Australia, Japan, Morocco, Korea, um, qualifying for the knockouts, which is brilliant to see. So, yeah, it's had everything really. Yeah, we all love a surprise package through the uh, through the group stage. It's just a warning. It's obviously you can't celebrate Christmas until you've celebrated my birthday, lads. Um, <laughs> that's, that's always been the rule. So uh, just bear that in mind. How many days right. to go? Uh, to which one? To which one? I'm not going no, to. It's on my Twitter bio. You can find it. Literally, there are twelve. <laughs> there are twelve days of Christmas after my birthday. So uh, <laughs> no one's going to miss out on anything. Lads. I hope you have a good day. Uh, Oh yeah, well, we'd count on it, mate. Um, <laughs> it will. Uh, it's the it's the night of the first World Cup semi-final, so it might be dependent on uh, who's it. 
and uh, and the result of uh, the result of that. Argentina right. versus Brazil, hopefully. Steady on, son. Uh, <laughs> we should know. We should know not to predict anything from from this World Cup. And that leads me on to the next topic of discussion. Uh, Thibaut mentioned it there. The um, the, the 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 group standings delivered some 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 surprises. Japan top in the group. Morocco uh, top in the group. South Korea edging through. The Australians um, getting through. I'd even say uh, Senegal getting into the last uh, sixteen quite comfortably. Um, and a few big names heading home. The Germans, um, Denmark. Finishing bottom of the group, um, uh, even the, the the Serbians finishing with only one point. Um, so I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. Let's talk about the games of the tournament so far. You can pick one, Tom. What are you what are you going for? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I think just for sheer shock factor, I have to say the Saudi Arabia game versus Argentina, because especially the fact that Argentina had like two goals chalked off for marginal offsides. Um, just just the way they came back at them in the second half, it was something I'd never seen before. It's completely fearless from from a team that had never won a World Cup game to go at a team that have won the World Cup twice is. You know, it was just fantastic to see. And, you know, the whole stadium was behind them as well. They, you know, the Saudis bought so much of a fan base. And just to see the sheer delight at the end of the game, it was like they'd won the World Cup. Um, I, I don't think I'll ever see anything like that again, to be honest. The shock of that magnitude again. So, yeah, for me, I have to say that that game. Yeah, it's a good choice. You might have stolen Thibaut's thunder. <laughs> where, where were you going? Uh, I, don't, I don't like to be boring, but I'd have to agree with Tom there and choose the same game. Um, but of, of course, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rule out um, how exciting the last game, the last day of the um, group stages was as well in terms of that moment where both Spain and Germany were going home, um, and uh, who was it that was going through? It was, um, Germany, it was Japan and Costa Rica who were both yeah. going through. Um, obviously, that was a notable, notable evening of football there. So I, I won't, I won't be too boring. But yeah, as, as Thomas said, uh, obviously uh, Argentina versus Saudi Arabia probably one of the biggest upsets we'll see for a long time in international football. So um, it had, it had all sorts going on. And yeah, I think that would be my choice of um of game of game of the group stage so far. I'd say. We are sport for choice. I, d- I I did think Serbia two, Switzerland three was some watch. That's a shout. Um, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, it's a good uh, and in terms of my moments of of the World Cup so far, Luis Suarez in floods of tears. Um, <laughs> well, I will Love never understand. It. I will never understand why the Uruguayans took their strikers off um, when they were in front, still knowing that there could be a turnaround in the other game. Um, mm. I'd like to think that Dennis Sadoy told Jao Polinia not to put in any tackles um, to to ensure that Uruguay went home uh, early. But, uh, yeah, that's just a scandalous rumour um, <laughs> that, that obviously carries with it no foundation, lads. Um, right. 
let's talk about uh, our best performers so far. You can go anywhere with this. Uh, Tibbo, I'm going to start with you. Who's your player of the tournament? Uh, well, obviously, Messi has to be one of them. Um, as Thomas said earlier, the ball just sticks to his feet and he's a joy to watch, like, all over the pitch. Obviously, Argentina obviously lost to Saudi Arabia. He still scored. He's scored in, I think, all of them, have all of the games, hasn't he? Um, and he's he's been he's been all over the place, and he's definitely definitely one of my players of the tournament. Um, also, similarly, Mbappe, he's been he's proven, as Thomas said, why he's one of the best in the world, um, really. And I think England will struggle to contain him next Saturday, um, but we'll see how that happens. Well, that plays out. But he he's been extraordinary. His two goals um, yesterday, oh no, not yesterday, earlier actually, um, were absolutely absolutely extraordinary. Um, great hits. You just can't leave him with that much space. Um, and finally, I, I'll pick three just because I'm feeling cheeky. Um, uh, Bellingham from England. He's oh, I can't even describe that. That that 19 year old. He's outrageous. Um, an unbelievable player. And to think he's still a teenager is is unreal. Um, he he. If, if it wasn't for him today, I think England would have struggled a bit. But. Um, He's been he's been the midfield machine for England, and I think um, he he's going to be a key part to if England want to progress in this tournament. So he's been he's been sensational. Um, so those are those three: um, Messi, Mbappe, and um, Bellingham are my my three choices of players. Um, what about you guys? You pick three. I'm not I sure. Pick three. Yeah, that's Sorry, crazy. I was I supposed to pick one? Well, all plans are out the window. <laughs> Tell them what you're saying. I think many about five after his effort. I'll go for three as well. Um, so for me, Messi, because he's just carrying that Argentina team, and he's already said this is his last World Cup, and he he's putting on a show for everyone to see, which is just magnificent. Um, again, I'm the same as Thibaut Mbappe. Um, is just you know he's gone to another level, and I think. You know, we're beginning to, to everyone's beginning to see that he's going to be the best player on the planet for many years to come. Um, and then I think differently, uh, Bellingham has been great, yes, and the emergence of him is fantastic. But for me, my third player would be Gavi at Spain because he's he's just a reincarnation of of Javi Hernandez. Like it's just it's incredible to see. You know, he's. He's not. He's 19, and he's just spraying balls around left, right, and centre. The short passes, the finish against Costa Rica on the half, on the volley, to keep that down on the spin, and oh, he's just. He's going to be another one. He's just. He's. He's going to be amazing for years to come. Mm. Um, it's so good to see the emergence of so many young, quality players coming through. But yeah, Messi for me at the moment is still. He's still top, top, top of the pile. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have picked uh, quality players. I'll just give a shout for someone who I think has been absolutely sensational. Well, the entire Japanese squad has been magnificent. <laughs> um, but uh, Takuma Asano, the way he, um, the way he took that ball down and 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 finished it off uh, to kill off the Germans. Well, kill off the Germans is a bit strong. They're still there. Um, they're just not. They're just not in the tournament anymore. But. Um, that, that that was one of the moments of the World Cup for me, and it showcased, as we know from uh, Unichi Inamoto's emergence at a major tournament, um, the Japanese are, are technically 
uh, brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was sensational. And I, I do think the emergence of um, the Asian, Arab, and African nations into the second phase is is probably the story of the tournament um, in in many ways, actually. Yeah. Um, so far, um, I want to move it on if I can to our six our six participants um, in the tournament, and sadly. Or not so sadly, if you're taking a very hot, a very selfish view of the prospects for Fulham's uh, the remainder of our season, uh, there's only one left, and that's Xiao. Um, but isn't it remarkable that we had six participants in the World Cup? And I was going to be cheeky and say, well, my player of the tournament has been Tim Ream. Oh, um, that's a shout. Given how yes. absolutely exceptional he was. And I do have to castigate Clive Tilsley for um, identifying Tim Ream as the defender who dived in to give away the penalty uh, against Wales. Clearly, all man buns matter, and some matter <laughs> more more than others. Definitely uh, not to the, to the to the ITV commentary team. Um, let's start with our pair of Americans who did full and proud again, didn't they? Even if uh, Jedi wasn't really watching the back post yesterday afternoon. Uh, it's very hard to to mark him down on that because he's also had an exceptional tournament. What do we think about the US boys and um, how well they've done just to get out of the group, um, frankly, and uh, and really push the Netherlands uh, all the way there? Uh, I'll start with Tom. Uh, so I said in the, in the first World Cup, podcast we did that I think this tournament's just a bit too soon for the US they've got a good young squad emerging um, and I said that they they would get out of the group um, but yeah they've they've gone as far as I think that they would go um, but I think everyone's standing up and taking notice of Tim Ream's performance at the World Cup he's been exceptional uh, you know, no words can describe how well he's played um, I think a lot of it is down to his partnership with Anthony Robinson down down the left side, um, who has been fantastic as well. And obviously we've seen links with him with Inter Milan in the recent couple of weeks, last couple of weeks as well. The, you know, other teams are beginning to notice that this guy has developed from the erratic fullback he used to be to, to being a very good attacking fullback but now his defensive qualities are a lot better obviously he let his man go yes yesterday but he's been an exceptional barring that Tim Ream has been fantastic and very nearly got himself on the score sheet at a World Cup in his first World Cup at the age of 35 yesterday as well uh, if he'd have got a little bit more on the touch he'd have been he'd have been celebrating a World Cup goal which if you'd have told him that when Scott Parker was leaving him out of the side a few couple of years ago, he'd have probably laughed at you. So, yeah, they've both been fantastic. They've both done the club and their country proud. And uh, I'm just glad that they're both coming back fit, injury-free uh, and ready to kick on for Fulham. Yeah, not to go all Jerry Maguire on you, but internationally will have to show me the money. Uh, if they want to uh, <laughs> prize Anthony Robinson away from SW6, and it won't happen, I'm certain of it. Uh, yeah. Thibaut, just a quick reflection on our, on our American boys. 
I, th- I think Thomas has, um, has summarised it perfectly there. Um, they, they've been brilliant um, for, for the majority of the, the group stages. I think the most notable one is keeping a clean sheet against England, which is um, it's difficult for some nations to do. So, um, yeah, they've, they've been brilliant. They work as a collective at the back, and I think um, they're starting to get the recognition they deserve, both of them surprise packages of this season. Um, and I think going forward, we will have them back in the Fulham side um, to finish off hopefully a successful season. And, and we have to hope that they, um, well, I think Tim will stay, but we have to, Robinson especially, I think we have to hope he stays put really. Um, but yeah, uh, been brilliant for those guys. And then obviously with um, Mitrovic as well, um, which we'll come on to in a minute. Uh, he's been good. Yeah, let's do it now. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to Mitrovic now. Yeah, let's, I'll, let's do I'll, Mitch, I'll, right? start, I'll start you off there. Yeah, Mitrovic, he's been He's also been brilliant. Um, he scored two goals. Um, yes, Serbia have been a little bit disappointing, but their games have certainly been all attacks, no defence, um, just pure vibes out there. Mitrovic has got his two goals, and I think, from my perspective, he now looks fully fit. Um, however, I think now that he's out, he's out of the World Cup, I think the next few weeks for him to recover and get back home, I think it'll be pretty vital, um, obviously, for him being ready for, for Boxing Day. But yeah, he's, he's been really good. Um, Brilliant to see. What about what, what were your thoughts on Mitrovic's performances? Yeah, go on, Tom. Yeah, that two goals, three games. It's a good return. I'm I'm happy that he looks fit now. The third game, he looks he looked fully fit. He was back to being really aggressive. You know, jumping for every ball. I'm um, I'm excited to see him back in a Fulham shirt. Um, obviously, disappointing for him on a personal level that Serbia haven't got through, but purely as a Fulham fan. Let him get some rest. Let him get him get him back in the team, and you know he's the focal point for us. So he's we need him. We need him hundred percent. Yeah, fundamentally, the big concern about Mitro is, I mean, I winced every time he went down because yeah. I'm not convinced he's fully fully fit, lads. Um, that, that we played him for a while with a serious injury, clearly, um, and you know the it's going to take some 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 monitoring and as well the key issue with with that is uh is uh if he were to be injured or suspended we've got nothing else really quite like him at all um so so that's a key issue uh but he, he scored again at another world cup twice as you say gutted for serbia that they couldn't replicate their qualifying uh, defensive solidity at, at the major tournament because um, you know the Serbians have so much talent. It's just utilising it uh, on the big stage, and it hasn't quite happened for them. Uh, right, we need to touch on our two Welsh wonders. Uh, I thought Harry Wilson, Harry Wilson's absence from that must-win game until it was all over, really, with 20 minutes to go, struck me as a surprise. And Dan James. Flickered a little bit, but much like his Fulham career, he hasn't shown us the best uh, yet. What did we think about Wales and and Harry and Dan? I'll start with you, Thibaut. Um, I think um, Wales have been a bit disappointing. Um, obviously, Wilson, he, he, he did well in some areas. Again, with James, he um, flickered a little bit, as you said. Um, but I think overall, I think um, those two, I think were, they were good. Um but the Welsh team altogether wasn't 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 up to par. Um, hence the finishing bottom of of the group. But um, it was it was good to see them at the World Cup uh, performing on the on the big stage. Um, perhaps not getting the goals or the assists that they wanted, but 
at the end of the day, it's good experience to have for them in, in good competitions. Um, similarly with Polinia as well, he's on the bench for Portugal most of the time. So um, obviously he's doing his tackling whenever he comes on. But apart from that, not much to really say about him. He hasn't had much of an impact for Portugal. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've touched on it there, Tom. Just just, just quickly on, on the Welsh boys first, then we'll do a bit of Jao. Yeah, um, again, I, I don't think Wales covered themselves in glory in the tournament, to be honest. Um, I thought before the international break, before the World Cup, um, sorry, Dan James showed in that Man United game that what he's, what he's about, what he can do, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that when he comes back. Um, Wilson, a bit like you, I was a bit perplexed as to the fact that he didn't get much game time at the World Cup, um, and especially in the game against England. I thought, you know, that game was was made for him to to pick a pass or, you know, hit a free kick or something. But yeah, I'm I'm just glad that you know five of the six so far are coming back injury free. Yeah, and Xiao uh, is still there, and bafflingly is not playing a part really in Portugal. He'd be in my Portuguese midfield. I don't care what you say. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and I still think um, the Portuguese manager is a bit of a fraud, really. Um, so I mean, he'll prove me entirely wrong when the when you know Ronaldo's dancing with the trophy in a few weeks' time or or whatever. I mean, I I do hope that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> Uh, not, 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 uh, no, no disgrace to to Zhao. Obviously, we love him, um, but it, but it helps us hold on to him if he's not displaying his wares at, at a major tournament. Right, we've got just a couple of minutes left, so I want to talk about what's going to happen in the quarterfinals. So the Netherlands are through, the Argentines are through. That's going to be tasty. Um, England are through, and so are France and. That might be even tastier. <laughs> uh, what are we thinking? What are we looking forward to in the quarterfinals and from the remainder of the the last sixteen? Got to give a shout to Morocco um, for for getting there. Uh, got a tough one against Spain on Tuesday. How do we see the last? What What are we looking forward to in in, in the next week or so, lads? I'll start with Tom. Sorry. Uh, I'm just looking forward to some really good competitive games, hopefully end-to-end open games. I think Argentina come through against Holland and I, I think England can take France all the way, but I'm not 100% sure that they'll get through. Um, yeah, fair, fair play to you, mate. Uh, well, sorry, I'd agree there, to be fair. Yeah, the, the, the French is a very tall order. Tom, sorry, I think I cut you off. Were you going to add yeah, no, I, was, I was just going to say, I think the Morocco-Spain game is where I think there may be an upset. Um, I like Morocco. I, I think they've got some really good players. The likes of Ziyech and El Nasiri um, and Hakimi. You know, I think I think that there there is an opportunity there for for, for a good for an upset. All I was going to say is, I don't know if Japan. Croatia. If Japan beat Croatia, I wouldn't necessarily consider that an upset on what I've seen so far. Mm. Um, but there we are. Uh, Thibaut, what are you what are you looking forward to? Uh, is there a game that catches your eye other than mm. the two quarterfinals we've we've looked at? I think what, all the quarterfinal what? games will catch the eye for sure because obviously there'll be there'll be plenty of um plenty of eyes of whether the the big names will get through. Um, 
But I think um, it'll be it'll be as Tom said another another round of um, exciting fixtures. We've already seen two of them already. Um, no, not two of them, four of them already. Uh, I know that's, that's the wrong that's the wrong round, but we will see. Um, we will see plenty. Been four of them, four of the last sixteen. Yeah, and there's four good. more second round games. Yeah, I know there's it. a lot of football. No, we get there, we get there. Yeah, there's a lot of football. <laughs> Getting confused by all this football. But um, yeah, yeah we'll um, obviously we'll touch on it after after the knockouts are all are all done again in a different podcast. But just just to quickly summarise it, I think it'll be it'll be another round of exciting fixtures. Plenty of plenty of um, excitement. I think um, hopefully England can take take France, take them on. But I think um, they will fall to a narrow defeat, sadly. But we'll see how things go. And I think obviously other upsets. It'll be see it'll be interesting to see how far the um, the Asian countries get. Um, Similarly, similar, similarly with um, the the, um, the nations such as um, Croatia as well. See whether they make it any further. So yeah, it'll be an interesting one, and I'm looking forward to it. Right, I'm going to spring in conclusion a question that I haven't prepped either of you for. Oh, uh, we're we're coming back to first team football with Fulham uh, on Boxing Day. What are you looking forward to the most about that? Anything you like. 30 seconds for each of you, starting with Tom. I'm looking forward to getting back to the Premier League. I want I want us to, to continue where we left off. I want to see Marco smiling. I want to see Harrison replaying, because I think he should have been at the World Cup. Um, and, yeah, uh, three points. Um, yeah, just that's it, really. Mm. Three points against Palace would go very nicely indeed. Timo, what are you saying? What are you looking forward to most? We've missed a lot. Looking of forward to seeing. Look, looking forward to seeing Fulham back. Uh, that's the main thing. Missing club football quite a bit, yeah. but we'll get getting back into it. Um, obviously, as Thomas said, uh, I'm going to use this opportunity to um to to make sure Alan stays happy and just like chuck in the hashtag read to Qatar hashtag there again, even though Qatar's already started. Um, just put that in there just just for just to keep Alan happy. Um, yeah, be good don't to want see to keep Alan happy. That's not the point of this <laughs> podcast. But yeah, okay. good, to see, good, right good, good to see Fulham back on Boxing Day. Yeah. Well, look, it's been an absolute pleasure to have. Um, uh, I actually took Alan's place on this uh, on this particular episode, so I'm sure he'll slap me around a bit uh, later on. Good to uh, great to be back on the Green Pole, um, and lovely to talk through the first phase of the World Cup with, with, with uh, Thibaut and Tom. We'll be back with another little World Cup uh, update for you, I think, because we've all enjoyed this. Hope you're um, enjoying the tournament and coping with your lack of Fulham fix. Do get along to the friendly at, at Craven Cottage if you can. You might even have the chance to to sit in the Riverside at a, at a, cup, at a with a cup price ticket. Um, and and sample some of the young talent that's that's coming through that we've talked about. Thibaut, Tom, thanks very much. Been a pleasure. Look forward to, look forward a pleasure, to guys, talking to you again. And come on, you whites. <laughs> <laughs>